Hello there. From Feels Like Friday Films and Radio Nowhere, this is Did You Hear This? With your hosts, Zach and Paul. All right, listeners, welcome back to Did You Hear This? With, well, I'm Paul. (laughs) And even though he forgot his name, I'm still Zach. (laughs) Well, one of us has to remember their name, and it's usually not me. (laughs) Dear listener, I tried. I really did try. We could have done the all-star game Mm -hmm. and gotten into, you know, race politics and voter suppression. We could have done Gatesgate and gotten into how it turns out Republicans seem to be the one trafficking and committing pedophile. Uh, yeah. pedophilia mm. but i was like let's do something that's at least mildly uplifting this week and so the topic i chose for paul mm-hmm. was that the arkansas governor vetoed an anti-trans bill in deep red arkansas and i was like this is interesting yeah this it is, wasn't a hundred percent positive uh-huh. because he he wasn't against it per se he said that he quote thought it came from a good place end quote yeah but that he thought was government overreach. Still, hey, trans win in the deep south. Could well, have been a big moment for conservatives too to to let that stand. Could have been a good moment to win back some trust from people. Uh, yeah, would have been amazing. At that moment, I was like, hey, a Republican is actually doing something that's like right, standing up for principles instead of caving. Yeah. And sadly, sadly, dear listener, as we were preparing for this, I pulled back up the article, updated 446 on CNN.com. The General Assembly in Arkansas has overridden that veto, making Arkansas the first state to outlaw gender-affirming treatment for trans youth. Paul, wild roller coaster of topics. I tried to make this <sighs> one at least at least a little bit of an uplift, but we came crashing down that big hill. So uh, what thought. is, do you, do you, uh, yeah, when we're talking about trans youth, I think, you know, obviously this is a thorny issue. You've got issues over um, when somebody should be allowed to express themselves for who they are um, rather than how they are defined by their parents or society. Um, and I, I don't know that, you know, this is something that I'm well informed enough about to really comment on. Um, but again, we were really excited about this being a positive story. We wanted to see it as an opportunity, uh, you know, a win for, um, you know, for for people in the community, um, the the LGBTQA plus community, um, and obviously to then have the state assembly um, or the state senator, whichever body it is, override that vote. Um, that's that's incredibly troubling and. Mm-hmm. I think it speaks a lot to, to like, we, we were talking to each other about the idea that, you know, a few months into this Biden presidency, which, um, you know, is obviously at least outwardly more competent <laughs> as, an, as an administration, if not, you know, moving fast enough on the things that I think people actually need. Um, but the, the, the idea that we're in this sort of malaise now of, okay, well, we've, we've survived these four years. We can take a deep breath. You know, it's okay to, to stop worrying. So no, it's not right. 
a vote like this shows us that that vocal hatred for others is still very much alive and well in other parts and, of this country. And uh, I don't yeah. know if maybe it's my California bias that I so rarely see it, although it is happening where I am. Um, I, I think it, it really is sort of almost a wake up call. Like, Hey, we really do have to keep working. We're not. If anything, done. I think these times are scarier than they were before. You, you bring a good point is yes, we've got people in charge, but we've got a slim majority, you know, 50 plus the tiebreaker mm-hmm. with some, some conservative Democrats blocking things, making it nearly impossible to get anything through. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, you've got massive voter suppression. I, I always like this comparison. Literally the two parties right now, Democrats, we want everyone who's eligible to vote. Republicans, we only want the people who are going to vote for us to vote. Mm-hmm. I think that's more than anything else, not that you can boil down the complexity of two parties into one thing. I think that one aspect, that one comparison really shows where their motivations are. But it, it speaks to this larger fear you're talking about too, this fear and hatred and where does it come from? And in a segment, I'm sure Paul has cut from this by the time you hear this, hmm. it is mentioned that often the portrayal of transgender people is one that's almost subhuman. And you look at how they're often the killer in movies. Think about things like um, uh, Silence, Silence of, the of the Lambs, or I'm trying to think of the M. Night Shyamalan one split. Yeah. It, it's an old trope. I mean, even go back to Psycho. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and it's really detrimental and you see it in things like this. And just when there's a moment of hope, you know, this, this Arkansas governor, maybe, maybe for the right reasons, maybe for the wrong reasons, who knows, we're telling ourselves stories at that point. It's mm-hmm. like, you know what, this is too far. We're supposed to be the party of no government, like small government. And here mm-hmm. we are making these massive decisions. And I just want to point out too, because a lot of people don't know what this means. So they think that, oh, they're preventing people under the age of 18 from, having a sex change, something that they might regret later in life. Mm-hmm. Now, I, as someone who hasn't been through that, I don't think that's my choice to make in the first place, but I think that mm-hmm. is a rational line of thinking, mm-hmm. no matter how misguided it might be. Right. But gender affirming treatments are much, much, much more than that. This is from uh, UCSF, so University of California, San Francisco. Right. The We're talking one. like real, real resource here. Mm-hmm that um, gender affirming policies include hormone therapy and surgery, which are probably Mm -hmm. the ones people think of, but also things like facial hair removal, interventions for the modification of speech and communication, Mm -hmm. behavioral adaptations, such as genital tucking or packing or chest binding. Mm -hmm. You know, this also ties into things like psychological Mm -hmm. treatment, Mm -hmm. things that are really, really necessary. And you, people are going to, going to do this anyway because that's who they are Mm -hmm. and don't you want them having sound medical advice going through this uh ucsf also cites a 2013 uh, research study that showed that uh, denial of access to gender affirmation is associated with high-risk behaviors makes Mm -hmm. sense so you're thinking things like what dangerous nightlife drug use you know Mm -hmm. etc and increased rates of hiv infection Mm-hmm. So now you're looking at not just not just those things, mm-hmm. but much worse quality of life all around, including medically. And I, I think this is, it's not necessary. 
how do I put this? The, Very the, carefully. The ability to publicly identify yourself as who you are is so important. Um, and this is unrelated, but I, it reminds me of when we were kids and you would have um, students who would come from um, somewhere in, in the, on the Asian continent who would have an English name and mm-hmm. their actual name. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think about this a lot that how damaging was it to the psyche of people to have that, that you couldn't go by the name that is your birthright. It's your name. Yeah. And so and how you know, does that you, mess with identity? Right. And you, you, you then transplant that same problem over to a person who is transgendered and it's psychologically damaging because you cannot be who you know yourself to be in front of other people. And in this case, it's now written into law that you can be discriminated against for Mm -hmm. attempting to be who you are. And actually in most states, that's still true that you can be fired just for being transgender. Mm. It's terrible and it's ridiculous. I think it's important to note here as well. And this is something that took me a long time to, to realize because it's never talked about Mm -hmm. biological sex and gender are different. Correct. So if someone identifies their gender as male, as female, as anything else, other, right. But non-binary that is different from saying, Oh, but you were born with the penis. Um, what what I'm going to do here, because mm. we, we like to talk about what you can do, and it feels like there's not a lot, and I don't live in Arkansas, and I don't think any of our 2.3 listeners lives in Arkansas. Oh, man, we uh, lost 0.2? I know, I know, we're going we down. We two and a half last week. <laughs> uh, Paul, at the end of this episode, he's going to drop three. Mm-hmm. I'm saying three because he has a history of listing 37 different places. I just, want, drop I just three. want to get help for people who need help, man. Jesus. Three transgender positive organizations mm-hmm. that you can send your money to. I know I sent a hundred dollars before mm-hmm. I'm going to do another uh, at, at the end of this one. As and well you I. don't have to copy me, Paul. We're both. Uh, po. We are both. Po, but like, uh, like, um, Chico Marx said, I may got nothing, but you can always have half. <laughs> All uh, right. Let's uh let's try to lighten the mood a little bit today. Yes, uh, please. Have yeah, we had yeah. have we had a wallaby escape? What's we have on, not Paul? had a wallaby escape, though. I am still keeping an eye out. And listeners, if you want to update us on one that you've found, um, please go ahead and email us at did you hear this pod at gmail.com. Uh, we might. Oh my gosh, we have an email address. We do have an email address, and I got to be honest, uh, we have never once checked it, but we will try to sometime in the near future. Um, no, but similarly along those lines of Wallaby Watch, um, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, Zach. What do you think? Um, what do you think the last year of varying states of quarantine has been like for the wildlife on our continent? Well, I know I saw the initial reports in the first couple of months, and it's actually been very positive when people were working from home mm-hmm. or uh, quarantined. A lot of the wildlife came back out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it is now that places like Texas are fully open. Oh, to be sure, I'm sure that things are, are different a little bit all over. But that ties into what today's weird news story is. And this comes to us from the Huffington Post. 
via the Associated Press. Apparently, some animals are taking the have taken the opportunity during quarantine to become much bolder around human beings. And well, from Alaska, we now have a story of ravens that are coordinating attacks on people leaving a Costco in order to steal food. Um, you know, this, this plays really well into what I know about ravens already. They're super smart. They remember faces mm-hmm. and they'll hold a grudge or, you know, if, if you treat them nicely, a positive, mm-hmm. uh, you, whatever, for, for you for years. And in fact, they will teach other ravens which faces <laughs> are good and which faces are bad. So this story is from Anchorage. Um, this is, let's see here, some... Costco shoppers have said recently in Anchorage that they've had their groceries stolen by ravens in the parking lot. Uh, Matt Llewellyn said he was packing his groceries into his car in the parking lot um, when ravens swooped in and stole a short rib from his cart. A full-size short rib. Short ribs? Apparently. Um, He says, I literally took 10 steps away and turned around and two ravens came down and instantly grabbed one out of the package, ripped it off and flew away with it. Oh, it it wasn't like from their restaurant. It was like in a package. Right. Yeah. Um, Let's see. He said the piece of meat was about four by seven inches large, which is a pretty big piece of meat if you think about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For us, for a short rib, that's rather long. Um, it's not the first time this has happened either. And the Ravens have been getting noticeably fat that are living <laughs> around this Costco. Costco um, size Ravens. Uh, he also found that in the package, they had bit into another of the short ribs in an attempt to drag it out of the package. Uh, let's see. Another Raven thief uh, stole an entire steak out of a shopping cart two days earlier, just right out of the pack, just swooped down out of the sky used its claws to tear into the plastic and grab the steak and just kept on going. Telling you, Paul, we're in trouble. We are, man. It sure seems like, and with ravens being as smart as they are, just, you know, be prepared. We we may need to start communicating in raven if we're going to survive what's coming next. We've already proven that they're the first, uh, not the first, the first known non-mammal that uses tools. It's true. It's terrifying. It is. Wait until they build little, like, Little like airplanes with machine guns and stuff. Birds and we're in trouble. Birds flying airplanes. I feel like that would only benefit like flamingos. Well, I assume that you know they're lazy. And you look here, they are getting fat at Costco. You could have something <laughs> do the work for you and fly, wouldn't you? Man, I mean, we I, do. They're called cars, right? Look, look, I'd be off. I'll I'll be honest. I, I would be willing to trade a shiny button to a raven for a steak. <laughs> sounds like a good deal <laughs> alright listeners well thanks for coming in we hope you enjoyed this week as much as you could uh, I'm Paul and I'm Zach and, and you've this been has listening been... to oh, Ta-da! 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 did you hear this <laughs> hi listeners if you'd like to donate in support of transgender youth please consider donating to the following groups the Silvio Rivera Law Project. They can be found at srlp.org. The Transgender Legal Defense and Education Fund, which can be found at transgenderlegal.org. Trans Lifeline at translifeline.org. 
And lastly, a fourth one, because Zach can't tell me what to do, The Trevor Project at thetrevorproject.org. Did You Hear This is a Radio Nowhere production, co-produced by Feels Like Friday Films. From all of us here, have a better tomorrow. That's good. That's good. How you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? How are you doing, bud? Pal, um, dude? Brosif, I am straight up having a good day. Are you? Yeah. Yeah.